So we have nothing to talk about. Nothing. Um, we're so off our, our game. We're so off our flow. We just want to start off by apologizing to you, dear listener, for how bad this is going to go. There's no way to know. Are you doing the intro with your mouth? Yeah. I thought you were like... at it me too that was some good troubleshooting good troubleshooting all right so this is point by point it's a weekly podcast where we just oh my gosh (laughs) we consider life's questions something 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 something, something, and sometimes we spoil things and movies and the like so uh we are your hosts jp camara and steve carroll and we're here now um some people can't tell our voices apart which no uh, one has ever said. No one has ever said. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, let's explore that. Sure. Uh, let let's uh, let's explore that. Yeah. What, why? No, why I'm going to talk the way that you're I'm talking. Talk the way you're talking. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't we haven't recorded a podcast in like <laughs> three weeks. No, that's not true. Uh, it's roughly. No, it's, it's, it's true. true. So um, I read a New York Times article today about it's basically a 28 movie list for uh to watch it's 28 for, movies a list how 20, many lists were there uh, it's tw- uh 28, 28 times 28 movies on lists? the list one okay. for each day of february black 28 History movies Night. for each day yeah well no, no no one movie sorry one movie for each of the 28 days in february oh. it's like your own i was like there's no way i could get through black that many History movies Month. okay um so anyway it's something i'm really excited about i i haven't Sounds actually good. so we're on february 2nd right now by the time you listen to this podcast, probably going to be like May. <laughs> We're real bad at getting those, these out there. However, um, you know, uh, it's it's kind of cool. So I, I wanted to uh, potentially go through that list. Maybe not at some point today. Um, maybe next week. What, at some point in the but, future? No, like as, as like homework to go through to see if we've seen any of those movies or like movies we might want to see. So like recently, hmm. one movie that, that we both saw was that movie Get Out. Uh, yeah. and and recently it's been nominated for a lot of awards mm-hmm. it's um it's really great there's a new marvel movie coming out with the, the first uh it's black panther movie but it's the first black director for any of the marvel movies really so that's a really big deal too oh. yeah i mean i guess yeah like i don't i don't know any of the directors except joss whedon but yeah that's great so anyway it's something that i'm i'm uh i'm really excited about my uh my secret minor in college was African-American studies. Mm. Um, so I, for some reason, I don't know why, but like I'm, I am drawn to, uh, that, that field of study and that, um, that specific cultural topic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So you want to go through the list? Where is it? Black history month. Uh, it should be great. Um, yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I actually, believe it's still open in my safari tabs believe it or not it's open in your tabs yeah so super cool um manola dargas and ao scott put the list together uh it's but it's 28 days 28 films for black history month Mm. where their chief film critics have chosen essential movies from the 20th century that convey the larger history of black americans in cinema nice so um yeah there's like a whole chronology of it but the first one is a, a movie in 1920s called Within Our Gates that I've never even heard of. Oh, and there's also the 20s, like, though. there's like super, well, yeah. 
You know, I can't. I have a very difficult time watching movies that came out before like the seventies. Before or 80s. sound, because there was no sound in the nineteen twenties. No one. I know. Everybody no just walked talked. around without ears, just moving their mouths, and text would appear right below at about yeah, like waist get level. Smart. Yeah. Remember That's, that show? Uh, never seen it, but I can imagine it because of what I'm describing. <laughs> yeah, you have a good mouth. So it's a chron- <laughs> it's a, you have a good mouth. It's a it's a chronological list. So as you go through, like the first movie starts in 1920, but then yeah. like by number nine, you're in the the early 1950s. Is there a reverse chronological? Well, if yeah, if you're <laughs> Benjamin Button, you can watch him backwards. Or Memento. what's the newest one? Uh, the very newest is <laughs> Devil in a Blue Dress. No, the watermelon woman, nineteen ninety six. So it's the twenty. That's the newest one. Twentieth century. We're we're in the twenty first century now. So the newest uh, one is nineteen ninety six. Oh, they these are the twenty eight best from the twentieth century. Yeah, I mean it's not necessarily the best, but they're they're chosen because they fit. Sure. Like Malcolm X is in the list. Okay, was, I've never seen that. I've always wanted to. It's really was that Denzel? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, Washington. Yeah, I think so. No, no, is it? I mean, there's a lot of people like John Cheadle's in it. Yeah, Denzel Denzel is in it. Yeah, he's Malcolm X. Um, yeah, John but Cheadle. Who's Daughters that? of the Dust is on there. Daughters of the Dust. I wonder if uh, believe she's got to have it. Yep. But yeah. So anyway, something something I'm excited. I think I'm gonna, gonna nice. get into this. Yeah. I'm so bad at watching like quality movies that don't like do something sci-fi or you know i don't know i don't watch a lot of like non-super exciting movies yeah because i'm shallow i read non-super exciting books but what do you mean by like non-super exciting like malcolm x is a really exciting movie no no no. oh no well it relatively speaking so it's definitely exciting it's It's not exciting like a like a marvel movie right so you you mean like do you mean action no not necessarily um, although, yeah, I guess I watch a lot of action movies. Yeah, like Inception. <laughs> Inception. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I can't remember any of those names now. Interstellar. Yeah, that one. The Prestige. The Prestige. Oh, you guys did it first. That, 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 that. I don't watch a lot of, like, thinking man's films. I should watch more. Yeah. But I, I get stressed out watching movies in general. You know, I can't oh, relax. Yeah, you can't relax. <laughs> I can't relax. Yeah. But there were there were a lot of good, um, like last year, Netflix did a, a thing where they posted all about like a, a bunch of like a bunch of films. Again, Black History Month, like a, a good list of like mm-hmm. um, biopics about black athletes or musicians, mm-hmm. et cetera, that, that were like a really, you know, cool list of things to watch. So I think I watched like f- about five or six Hmm. last year so i'm hoping to uh to watch some more nice try to get up to 28 <clears throat> well i think that might be a difficult challenge <laughs> that's <a> stretch goal <laughs> yeah, that's my stretch goal uh you know it's funny i never really thought about it like i i i don't i don't read like i actually don't like i have a hard time reading like fiction books and stuff but when it comes to movies that's primarily what I, like i don't watch a lot of documentaries i don't mm-hmm. huh yeah I mean, right. You guys see a lot of movies in the theaters. The theater. The theaters. Um, no, not no. really. I mean, well, maybe compared to someone who never goes to the theater. Yeah. But I mean, movie, movies in the theaters are so bad. Well, you know, I watch a, I watch a decent amount of TV shows that are a little more interesting. Um, but movies are so bad now. Big big budget movies that you hmm. see in theaters. Like a lot of those, like some of those movies you mentioned. Yeah. 
maybe didn't even really have much of a theater run. Like, you know, they had, they came out for a little bit and like, they're mildly successful and whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I mean like a lot, like more, uh, independent films or, uh, certain dramas. It, I mean, it depends on the drama, but they don't, they don't pull in the money like a Marvel movie or yeah. some kind of action star movie or something like that. And, uh, not, that's not the point though. The point is most of the movies that come out in theaters are just bad. Like there's just, huh. The big theaters, I feel like there's a movie I'm interested in seeing that I, part of it is like feeling like I have to go to the theater to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's a lot of movies that are like, I'll just watch that at home. Like why would, why would I go to the theater to do this? You know, like there's, there's a small amount of quality movies that come out in theaters. I think, Yep. I think there's a ton of garbage that comes out. Oh, completely. Um, way, maybe way more than it used to be. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. And then, Possibly as an influence of like TV and stuff, yeah. like so much quality TV coming out. And they're just like, we, we spent so much money on this movie. Like we just got to like pump stuff out yeah. and people will buy it and then we'll make money off of it. But a TV show is a little bit more of a slow burn and so they put more time into it. I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of relationship there. Could be. But yeah, but like I barely go to the movies anymore. movies this year. Yeah. Like, you had, you had. I think Get Out was in the past year, right? You had Lady mm-hmm. Bird. You had, uh, uh, what's the, the Shape of Water? You mm-hmm. had three billboards outside of Missouri. Right. You had, um, what was it? Uh, it's a, me, myself. What was the, the movie, uh, the Italian movie with the uh, two gay men who... Uh, I'm not sure I know that one. Oh, man. That one looked good. Anyway. Oh, Call, call, call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Like that looked incredible. But like I pay so little attention to movies coming out now. I only well, I knew most of the ones you mentioned. But, but those aren't necessarily I mean, to your point, those aren't necessarily like theater movies. Right. They're just good They're movies. They're just good movies. That spend some time in the theater. Yeah. But I mean, I guess the even the ratio, right, of like quality to crap movies, it's gotta be like one to five I at think, best. Yeah, and, and there there has been a lot of like talk and, and buzz around the fact that like Movies on the average are getting more average. Like the, right. the whole like Justice League, Batman versus Superman, like Zack Snyder's whole thing yeah. that he's been doing lately. It's like those movies just aren't good. Like they're fine. They're, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, but like you look at a movie like I mean Arrival. And oh yeah, Arrival so is good. like yeah, so good. But like you compare that, that home, <laughs> you compare that though to like a batman versus superman right yeah. and there's there's a lot of similarities between a movie like arrival which actually has one of the same it, you know the, the lead actress in arrival is in batman v superman yeah but and and there's aliens in both movies yeah that's right and both movies are dark mm-hmm. yet arrival it sets a tone and Batman and scenes in a way that Batman vs Superman just doesn't. Mm. There's no there's no real good like story or, or things that tie that movie together. It's loud, it's exciting. There's fights and explosions, but mm. like all the things that theaters are necessarily good at. But like yeah. Arrival was this like slow paced like must have been wonderful in a theater. Like we watched it at home here, but yeah. It's probably good in the theater, yeah. That must have been inc- like larger than life, like incredible. Yeah, the soundscape of it, I think, would have been an important aspect. A lot of it was like very bombastic. Yeah, there was there's one. I I can agree with that. That certain movie. I mean, I doubt Lady Bird was like that though. I would, yeah, we, I haven't seen it. We saw but. it in a local, like a small local theater that seats maybe 100, 150. Yeah, which is honestly perfect for that movie. Right. 
um, you know, and still probably more than it needs. But well, it was just it was just like it was a good intimate setting to watch the movie. Yeah, and honestly, was you know it's a fun night out. Mm. But yeah, we could have watched it at home. But like the nice thing about the theater, especially going in that sort of environment, it's like the 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 whole theater is filled. Like they do sell out their shows or close to it because Mm. there's not a ton of seats and you know they do limited showings. But also, it's like when you go to a theater, like you don't have your phone. Like you're sitting in, and the whole purpose is just to sit and enjoy this film in a room of other people. Yeah, see, what's funny though is I guess, uh, no, and that's that's a fair point. Um, I guess the, you, the phone thing resonated with me a little bit in that I am very obsessed with catching every aspect of something I'm watching. Hmm. So like I don't. I don't, I'm not going to be looking at my phone while I'm watching it. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, I, don't, I don't like missing anything. Nicole gets very annoyed about it sometimes because I'll like leave the room for a second to go to the bathroom. Like ex- sometimes expecting her to pause it. And she, like, if she doesn't, I'll be like, oh, hey, can you rewind back? And she's like, oh, my gosh, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> he like walked from one room to the other. I'm like, well, I mean, maybe it's important in the movie. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you're right, though. When you're at home, people will like go on their phone and stuff. It's not yeah. something I like to do. But yeah, people will do that. And and- it's hard to do in a theater. I mean, and think about it too. Like when you're leaving the theater, like listening yeah. to the other conversations happening around you and hearing how other people are responding to the movie that yeah. they just saw. Uh, there's something, I don't know, there's something wonderful and, and communal about that experience that you don't get at home. So, like, yeah. especially for like deep movies, like a Ladybird, like a Three Billboards, like a Get Out, mm. it's like leaving the theater in those movies when there's a significant amount of people that are also exiting along with it is a different experience than, like, everyone leaving at Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And it's, I, I don't, I, like, I almost wish, like, these small theater houses did, like, little, like, panels or Q&A or, like, debriefs afterwards. Mm. You know, like, organize a little bit of, like, group dialogue about what we just saw. Like, yeah, I, I have a very... This is probably just uh, me, like some kind of, I don't know, emotional deficiency about me or something though. But I don't, I like to internalize that stuff for a while first. Like Uh, I don't like, I don't really like talking about a movie too quickly right afterwards. So what you want is like a meetup that gets scheduled two weeks after and people people come back. Yeah. Like if if I'm leaving and people are like, here's what I thought of it. Let's talk about it. I'd just be like, yo, like I got, I got to think about this myself. Like I don't. I'll talk about, I mean, I would talk about it with Nicole, but like to get in a group discussion where like opinions would come in from so many different directions, I'd f- I think I'd feel more annoyed about it hmm. than anything else, which uh, makes me sound kind of dumb. But that's, a, that's an interesting point. I mean, uh, I do, you know, a movie I loved what? in a theater that like I didn't see in a big theater, but needs to be seen in a theater i feel to be like really experienced the movie the fountain by um darren aronofsky huh, never heard of that you never heard of the yeah, fountain really never heard of it. hugh jackman um shoot what's his the other the female lead it's not Kira knightley it's a similar name though i think she's very good in it but it's this movie about um he it, it takes place in three different time periods so hugh jackman's in like a conquistador type thing looking for like the fountain of youth um the he's in modern times dealing with his wife who's uh dying from cancer Mm -hmm. and he's in the future like in this like hyper like super far into the future in this like globe just traveling through space like looking for something Hmm. and it takes place through all of these timelines kind of interweave together um and it's just very like (laughs) steve just keeps rubbing his eye uh he's getting very teared like uh i'm getting teared up 
just essentially like kind of trying to like come to grips with with her potentially passing away and like like the love that like connects them through all these timelines and uh it's a very like intense movie and the music is very intense like seeing a theater like so i I guess i'm just agreeing with you to the extent that like Mm. some movies even if they're not like blockbuster type movies are better in a theater and i think yeah i think arrival is a good one the fountain definitely felt like one of those because the the soundtrack too is just very like i don't know it's it, it just it's kind of a wall of sound at times yeah but not in a bad way i don't know how to describe it but i don't know it just is very impactful on a bigger screen i saw it at like it was uh what is it east uh east providence what's that like the super $2 cheap one? the two dollar one yeah. yeah that was the only place i had it left by the time i went to see it that's great uh actually what's funny is the first time i saw it i didn't realize there were subtitles in the conquistador part like there's a there's like a he, you know he's in some it's like a incan civilization or something um and they're saying stuff to him and i was just like okay i guess it's just one of those movies where it's like it doesn't matter exactly what you're saying you're kind of getting like context of from like the and how animated he is and he's talking to him and then i realized later on like when i because i bought it and i was like oh no there did, were subtitles in this whole did you part. just not notice or did they, well, not they were put like them on no no they were cut off like you could only see like the oh. tiny bit of white at the top and i i didn't even entirely notice it but like thinking back once i saw the movie i was like oh yeah there was like a tiny bit of white like they the positioning of the film was all screwed up so it wasn't i mean it wasn't a crucial point That's it was hysterical. like you know it was probably like a few maybe a few paragraphs of dialogue you or should get like your that. money back i should i'm gonna go over there right now is do they still exist I don't oh know. yeah yeah they yeah, still yeah. the floors are still sticky it's they get so stickier by the day yeah and the, i think like the speakers are like broken in half of the films but, yeah but but it, it's an amazing it's actually that's an amazing theater and an amazing experience going to the movies and like Spending for under no ten dollars yeah you can nice. go as a couple and get snacks right at a movie theater you love snacks so well much. i mean it's part of the experience, it's part of the experience. <laughs> snacks. remember when you used to like never buy snacks at the theater yeah you still do that I don't know. Depends. I mean, like, I, I, don't, it always, I, don't, I always feel like, ugh. I don't so bring my own but... bag of, like, home pop microwave popcorn in anymore. Right. But, like, with the movie theater butter. Right. At home. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're, yeah, movie theater. I like that they call it butter. It's really like, let me pour this some strange oil on this thing. Like, no, I'm talking about the movie theater butter popcorn that I pop in my microwave and I bring know. to the movie theater underneath my jacket. Yeah. Two bags. You just look like uh, the. No, it's Michelin man stomach height. Yeah. So right. I, I look a little portly, but like, remember, you know, when I was younger, like I, my family, no, 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 I no, 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 never no. bought things at the theater. No, Are you crazy money? Well, that's part of it. But also it was just like, why would I do that? I can just smuggle it in in my clothes. I oh, had it yeah. when Nicole and I were dating, uh, I had this jacket that had like a big hole in it, like yeah. on the inside of it. Like there was a rip in the seam. And like literally one time I brought, I had a can of like Campbell's like chunky soup I had a whole bag of peanut butter <laughs> oh, crackers. A can of Campbell's. Yeah, I was literally. I popped open the can and I was eating with a spoon while Cold I was sitting soup? there. Cold, yeah, it was like out a, of a can. Can't uh, you get sick from that? Probably. I don't Isn't know what I was thing? doing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, a whole thing of peanut butter crackers, like two big drinks, a bottle of water. Like I, I had like a whole. <laughs> I, I was planning on like camping out there. So like I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, it might have been one of the days when you know we used to like sneak in. Like we would pay for the first movie. You know, sneak into two oh, or three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, those times, but, uh, there's definitely a statute of limitations on this too. Yeah. I'm sure if, yeah. uh, 
I, I think the theater has changed owners so many times. Yeah. They're and probably, they don't know what theater it was. He's yeah. Cinemas. Uh, <laughs> it was not East no Robin Cinemas. It was at Province Place Mall. <gasps> oh no! That boop, one. Boop. That one. It's the sound of the police. I think. I think we were there with you, and you're like, you want to go to the, another one? We've never. I've never done that. I'm just gonna say I have never snuck into another movie theater after seeing a movie. Really? But at that theater, it would be so stinky very easy. easy because, I, I mean, I haven't done it since I was like yeah. 19 or something. But but yeah, it's so stinking easy. And the movies are like back to back to back to back. They are. We we would literally like before we went, I would look online and I would find. Gosh. Actually, I think maybe I even had to call because I don't know if they had a website. That yeah. was like up to date, and I would like Check find out when paper. all the different movies were, and I would find out how long they were, and then we'd just be like, "Oh, okay, we can make this one, this one, and this one." And we'd literally like just sneak into like oh, two man. or three movies, whatever. It's yeah. not good. I mean, no. it's technically stealing. Well, technically, but, but well, hey. it's a long time ago. They wouldn't have gotten the money from me anyway. <laughs> These are all justifications that, that still land you in jail. Well, you know. Uh, well, they used to take away your stuff too. If you came in with a drink, they don't care at all anymore. Really? You walk in with a drink, they're not going to do anything take to you. It? I think they, they took take it and throw it in the trash. Maybe they could. I think now it's now like, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to throw away my water. I just paid two bucks for this. Now you're older than most of the people that work at the movie <laughs> yes. theater. It's like, oh, you're going to take my drink? Yeah, right. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, come at me. We had we I all a knife. at at the Providence one. Every now and again, there's like um, they they. They up their security on snacks. Their snack security. Their snack watch. Their snack security. Snack snack security. Yeah. Snack charcuterie. Charcuterie. Snackuterie. <laughs> yeah. So it's like for for some reason, like sometimes of the year, it's just like they're they're like cracking down on snacks. No, no. Like snacks. if they see you with a snack, they yeah. They like which one? They, uh, Providence Place, and they'll do they'll do this thing where they like rope off the entryway. To where you got the two urchins. They got snack magnets. You walk through, they pull them out of your pockets. Well, and they, they set up a trash can there. And Whoa. anybody walking in, like if you've got like a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee or they see you with any bags of anything, yeah. they're like, you need to throw those away before you come in. For real? Yeah. And we were behind one late, one woman, like, and this is maybe a year, year and a half, two years ago, something like that. But we're behind one woman who's got this like Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. She just got it. Yeah. You know, it's big, big coffee. And right. She's to the nines. Yeah. It's extra, extra, you know, extra cream, extra sugar. I can't believe people think that. And, uh, She's like walking through, like moseying through, hands the ticket, and the you know the young usher at the uh, the trash can says, "Ma'am, I'm going to need you to throw that away before we come in." You know, any points to the sign right next to him that says, "No outside food or drinks; they must be discarded before entering the theater premise." You know, blah, blah, right? Blah. Um, and she looks at him and goes, "I have diabetes. <laughs> I need this coffee for my low blood sugar." And he's Whoa. like, well, ma'am, you're more than welcome to drink that coffee outside and then come in. Dang, he's but sticking if, to his guns. If you're going to come in, you can't uh, bring that coffee in with you. Look, I have low blood sugar. And she, like, went through the cycle a couple yeah. times. And it, like, sort of stand there, like, watching, just, like, a little uncomfortable, the right. whole exchange. And it's just like, I need to speak with your manager. And got the manager, and the manager came out. It's just like, ma'am, you know, it's, our, it's on the sign. Yeah, the like, sign says no diabetes. You know. Yeah, and I, I, we ended up going in, so I never saw the outcome. But it was just like one of those things like, this just feels unreasonable, like on both sides. Like, yeah. one, like, I get it. Coffee's kind of expensive. Like, it probably costs you $4 for that large coffee. Yeah, probably. But... 
it's not really the kind of thing you can hide before going to movie theater and probably lying about diabetes and needing this sugary coffee i hope she's lying because if she really is diabetic and she just because i mean you know some people might be like some people might actually think that way but that's not like it's not a thing don't do that like you don't get a gigantic iced coffee like you get a hard candy here's the thing though I Maybe. bet you somebody does. I bet you. Yeah, you're probably. She right. might have been I'm a person. Sorry. Or I'm probably being insensitive. However, no, 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 like no. my grandfather with diabetes, that. like he would eat these little hard candies if his blood sugar was starting to get a little low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like or he drink wouldn't some orange juice. Or yeah, something like that. yeah, he wouldn't go to Dunkin' Donuts and buy the largest coffee you can and load it with sugar and right. drink that over the course of three hours. No, you're not being insensitive. I'm saying some people really don't understand how like health works oh, okay <laughs> or social etiquette but hey yeah um but speaking of statute of limitations unless you had something else that you wanted to talk about nah 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 all right nah. so cool, cool, i'm cool. i've been uh over the past few weeks i've been reading about this thing and man, you got all the ideas today well I, I like it i don't know i just i we haven't talked in a while oh man uh one of the things i realized the other day is you have dated uh you you have only dated people with the same middle name. Weird, huh? Like it's crazy. I just realized it for the first time the other day. Anyway, the other thing I was getting to what you've never dated someone with a different middle name. That's yeah. true. All the people I've dated That's have what had I'm the, they've, they've had, had the, first, the same same first name, same middle name, and same last it's name. Wild and same parents. Same middle. Oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, but, all one family. I didn't know Nicole's sister was also named Nicole. Ah. <laughs> she doesn't. Ah. She doesn't listen to this. No, definitely not. No, Nicole does though. Yes, she does. So appreciate hey, that. Uh, anyway, so I learned about this new thing that I'd never heard of before called the cannonball run. Do you know what this is? That sounds really familiar. I don't... Yeah, it should sound familiar. So basically, it's it's this race across the country in a car. Yeah. Um, where, uh... yeah, you're going from, I think it's, it's New York to the Santa Monica Pier or something along those lines. But the goal is to get there as fast as you can. And the previous, the previous record was like a little over a day. And there's from been, New York to Santa Monica. Like yeah. Oh wow. Um, a and, day. Yeah. It's a little over a day. Yeah. How's that? Right. That seems highly dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I gotta imagine they do some legal things on this thing. Like if the police were like near them, they'd be like, "Hey, I got no likes." I guess. Okay. Hey. So beep. here's here's the deal, though. No like likes. you. It's a it's a transcontinental race. It's completely illegal because you you have to go over almost way over you have to go limit. way over the speed limit, hundred miles an hour. Yeah, right. At a good amount of the time. Right. Like uh, they were they were talking about this guy. I'm I'm trying to look up his name because I don't want to like get the name wrong on the podcast. All right. So yeah, Alex Roy went to go beat this previous record, which was 32 hours and seven minutes. Jeez. To, to just fly across the country in a in a car. I mean, that would normally you'd normally take like a week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's absolutely insane, right? Like most of the time, you know, you're driving through the night, right? You know, 
like trying to avoid police. Like there's all sorts of strategies for, for driving to avoid the police. Like obviously you've got like radar detectors, satellite things like GPS is like all sorts of stuff. Like I, I think there was like one part about like where they flew drones above to like look at, the, yeah crazy uh to like figure out and like scout out like yeah. really far to see if there was any like police stuff they they had cb radios in their car oh, so they could the, listen into truck conversations one. they had access to the police scanner and were like listening Jeez. to that and uh what do you win for doing this nothing so this dude is like he's independently wealthy and this was like uh, this was just like something that he wanted to do for yeah. a long time and has made a, quite a few attempts but um I, like he did this a number of years ago, I, uh, but I, I'm just like, you know, just learning about it, mm. and it, it, it's pretty cool. Um, but I don't want to give away the whole article because mm. you know there's different. This is in the New Yorker, wasn't it? Things that happened. No, I think it was Wired actually. Believe mm. it or not, believe um, it or not. But yeah, super good. And he recently did it again. He he made the first uh, electric cross country electric car cannonball run. Oh, in a Tesla. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah it's got to be a Tesla. Yeah, you can't do it in any other car. Yeah, I was gonna say, you probably can't. But that one took them, I think, a little under seventy hours. Seventy hours? Yeah, he well, just couldn't get fast enough. No, no, no. Well, you think about it, you have to recharge the car. Uh, like there's all sorts yeah, of stuff well, you, you have like to do in an electric batteries car. Or something. <laughs> yeah, you you can't bring extra batteries and swap them out. Right. You know, you don't have an extra fuel tank. Right. So. Yeah, basically, like, one of the strategies was you can't completely drain the battery, but you can't actually ever completely fill the battery. Because hmm. you think about it, the Does way it take that, too long? Yeah. Because, like, the last, you know, last uh, 20% takes longer than the subsequent, like, 40%. Hmm. Like, it takes, you know, that physics just kills you at that point with mm-hmm. batteries. Because it takes longer to charge that last little bit. I didn't know that. And you don't, like, it's diminishing returns on the Mm -hmm. amount of energy you actually get out of a battery Mm -hmm. when it's close to full versus, like, that sort of, like, middle halfway point. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I've always noticed that, but I've never actually read about it. Well, think about how fast your phone charges from, like, 20% to, like, I don't know, 70%. And then it takes, like, just as long to get from 70 to 100. I've never paid attention to it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And with my new iPhone 8 Plus. You never have to charge the battery. I charge it like once every two days. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's crazy. Big old battery. Anyway, that's not the point. No, that's Um, great. So, anyway, I I was learning a bit about this, and I wanted to uh, propose an idea to you. Okay. Do you want to try to do a cannonball run? Let's do it. All right. But I just want to do it from here to my home, but safely and add speed limits. You can drive. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If you drove, we'd never get there. (laughs) Excuse me? You're a very dangerous, fast driver, JP. I'm afraid we'd wrap ourselves around a telephone pole. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, you're a very slow, safe driver, JP. I'm afraid we just uh, never get there. Excuse me. Uh, sorry, you're a medium-paced driver, and I guess we'll get there eventually. Listen, I know you want to stop at all the world's giant, yo- world's biggest yogurt cups on along oh, the way. Yeah, just swim in them. World's deepest canyon. I just drove back from New York. Yep, to Rhode Island in five hours. In three hours and 10 minutes that's it's real pretty average that's real slow actually it's pretty Compl- average no i mean considering i hit traffic like four times see you're a terrible driver you, when you when you approach traffic please do not hit it you must slow down i just smashed through all the traffic you must slow down and uh look at this believe it or not she's eating peanut, peanut butter. butter beautiful song break song break uh <laughs> Yeah. yeah, hey, how fast are you? How fast do you drive? 
I mean, I drive relatively quickly. You're a quick little, little bunny. Yeah, I don't do it on purpose, mm-hmm. though. It's just like my foot gets tired of like having to hold it in the up position, and I just like relax. Mm-hmm. And the car just goes. So it's really not my fault, officer. <laughs> uh, my I'm foot is made of leg. Uh, I, 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 I would not want to do this. This sounds terrible. Would it terrify you? Yes. So let's say you're in the back seat of that car. No. What's going through? My, what's going through my what head is, man, take? I can't wait till they stop once because I'm go- I'm out of here. I'm going to Uber back to Rhode Island. <laughs> what would it take to get you in the backseat of that car? Like monetary, probably, uh, well, experiential. Like what, what would someone have to offer you? Okay. If they, if they were able to clone Nicole, you could have two Nicoles. <laughs> Why would I want that? Wow. You clearly don't love your wife. No, she's more than enough if, for me. Uh, <laughs> Not more than enough. That's also insulting, I think. No, what she's I'm already is, enough. She's already oh, she's just enough. She's just what enough you're for saying. me. Mm, she's, I've had enough of it's her. It's kind of like they all you're sound insulting. I've had enough of her. They all sound insulting, actually. <laughs> uh, she's more than enough. It sounds like she's too much. She's just enough. It sounds like she just does it. Maybe there could be something better. Um, my favorite way to look at Kelsey is when my eyes are crossed because there's two of her, and it's wonderful. The way she's looking at you right now is <laughs> laser eyes. Um, uh, what would it take to get someone's me in there? driving and listening to our podcast, and they just try to cross their eyes and just crash right into a tree? Hey, make your make your fingers yeah into a, like a little V yeah, and then stare in between them, or like let your eyes kind of um, go out of focus. Okay, now right, what? and look right in between them and let your eyes go out of focus. Okay. What now? What's happening? Uh, I can still see my two fingers. Sure. Are they coming together at all? Nope. Are you looking at your fingers? Nope. Are you looking straight ahead? Yep. Are your eyes out of focus? Out of focus. I mean, I can make them come together. I know how to do this. I've done this before. This is the game I play when I'm driving and I'm bored. Anyways, this is called magic. It's the same strategy you use for magic eye. That's how that works. Like, you have to shift your focus through different planes. I used to not be able to do magic eye. Can you do it now? Now that you know the finger trick? No. I uh, thought I thought you were going to have me hold my fingers in front of my face and, and then, then I was slam gonna, my hand and in the And I was just going to punch you in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't understand. How is this related? <laughs> don't talk about my wife. <laughs> There's more than enough of her. No, I went to the illusionist. It was a, it was, that was a silly thing he did. There were actual magic tricks there. Uh, actually, there were some amazing things at the Illusionists. The Illusionists? Yeah, it was the. Was I took my nephews to that magic show at PPAC. <gasps> I totally forgot you did this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, some of them were. Some of them were like, whatever. But um, the guy who's like the deductionist, uh, he like just figures things out about the crowd and about people who come up and stuff. The dedouche. The he's the dedouche. The dedouche. He was the dedouche. He was the coolest. So he figures stuff out about the crowd. Did he figure anything out about you? He did not look at you. You're like, like, oh, he's got plants. Yeah. He lifts. He weight lifts. That's what everybody says about me. <laughs> Anyways, it was very cool. There was also there was a daredevil guy, and some of the hmm. stuff he did was intense. Like a blind dude that can like fight yeah, crime he, and um, do stunts. There was Electra. Was yeah, there fighting and okay. the shadow Pen. people. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you would think I'd never seen the hand. <laughs> the hand. That's the one. <laughs> the shadow people. You know the shadow people who fight the daredevil. Yeah, the blind guy. And he um, just he just sucks him up right into his tummy. Anyways, <laughs> cannonball run. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, that's I'm all I had to say it. about it. I'm not doing it. No? That's terrifying. Okay, so what, what would it take you... 32 hours straight. You barely stop. Yeah. And you're driving like 100 miles an hour. Uh-huh. You're overtired, so you're more likely to make mistakes. Oh, completely. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Well, you have a co-pilot who does some of the driving, too. Oh, you got so like, trade off. Oh, but yeah. it's like it's like the wheel doesn't really work. It's like a little kid wheel, like a little training car. <laughs> and like oh, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like Maggie in the back of the yeah. car in The Simpsons. Isn't there a isn't there like a driver instructor car where there is actually like a functioning like we like brakes and wheel and stuff? Mine had a brake on uh, on there on the <laughs> other side, but on the other side, yeah. <laughs> it also had a functioning wheel on my side. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my uh, so I did I did driving instructing lessons at AAA because my parents were too terrified to uh, teach me how to drive. Really? Um, yeah, my dad at the time had a Porsche, not a great uh, car to learn on, <laughs> and my my uh, stepmom had a BMW and didn't want me driving that. Dang, totally dog. understand. Um, and my stepdad, you know, tried a bit to like work with me, but like he was busy. He owned his own company and had to like do that. And uh, my mom. Uh, <laughs> the, the few times I tried to drive with my mom, we went. Uh, the first time was a big open parking lot, and I drove too fast in the parking lot uh, for her to be comfortable with. And mm. she kept telling me I needed to use the brake. Yeah. Literally, all I was doing was taking my foot off the brake and allowing the car to move, and then putting oh my, my foot gosh. on the brake. <laughs> and, and then the next place uh, she took me after like four parking lot times and just being utterly and totally afraid was a cemetery Whoa. because I couldn't kill anybody there. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to try the cemetery because there's nothing you can do there. Oh, man. I thought it was more like a life lesson. Like, listen, buddy, you keep driving this fast. This is where you're going to end up. Also, you just live life. This is where you're going to end up. Anyways, the point is nothing matters. We all end up here. (laughs) And you just started crying. You're like, like, maybe I'll just go to AAA. It's cool, Mom. Yeah. So I ended up doing the AAA driving class. And they do the student car has a brake just a brake no like functional wheel on the passenger oh just to make sure that you don't like yeah. is it do they all have that i mean the student cars do i don't know if all cars do <laughs> thank you yeah i, I, honestly, I only heard about that like recently i didn't know it was a thing i think they're i think they're actually like european cars that don't pass quality assurance and they're like uh what can we use this for <sighs> Stupid American. They will buy this Why does they both go to French accent? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, we can't drive their cars. Stupid American. They will buy my French car. Uh, I'm smoking my cigarette. And this is the offensive portion of our podcast. Uh, pod oh. talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk, pod talk. Oh, zip-a-pa. Zip-a-pa. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's favorite catchphrase, <laughs> je peux pas. Je peux pas. <laughs> Yeah, that's French. So uh, I hear you're learning, speaking of uh, uh, languages, I hear you're learning a new language. Hi. Uh, hello. But uh, no, but really, I, I heard you're learning a new language. Oh, this is a good bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning um, Nihongo. What's that? Japanese. Okay. Uh, it's is, fun. Is that like a dialect? No, that's how you say, I'm pretty oh, sure that's how you say Japanese in Japanese. Nihango. Yeah, like Nihon, Nihon, I think is Japan. Nihao? Nope. That's Chinese. 
Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Chinese. Hey, man, I'm just a Japanese student living life one day at a time. All right, so... I'm on day 42 of my streak with Duolingo. Oh, a streak. How's that work? Uh, Keep doing it. You get it. (laughs) So is this like an app? Yeah, Duolingo. You never use Duolingo? No, never. Never even heard of it. Never seen you use it at all. Are you making pod talk? Are you... I'm just trying to get you to talk about it if you want. You don't have to. Remember the first time we podcasted and every time you tried to like <laughs> get me an answer a question, I'd be like, you know this already. You know why this are, you asking, why are you asking me to... But uh, I genuinely <laughs> thought you didn't know what it was. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is a good combo. Uh, yeah, Duolingo is a little owl and he teaches you languages. Really? M- mostly I'm is just he, high. He's a character? <laughs> he's a little character. You can... I have so many lingots now, which is a form of currency you get by going through a lot of lessons. Okay. I can dress him up. Is that really a thing? He's a little nasty boy. <laughs> He's a little nasty owl. <laughs> Can you undress him if you pay more? In-app purchase, undress the that owl? That is the in-app purchase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hate these clothes on this owl. I, I pay 35 glasses. bucks a month to um, be able to take wow. owl clothes off. All right. Uh, no, it's actually... I mean, it's not the best app. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's actually... It's very good. It's free. That's a great point. Uh, it has tons of languages in it. You get to, I mean, there's a lot that you can learn from it, but it doesn't, I don't know. I think this is an approach, but it doesn't teach you anything like foundational outside of just discovery. Like you discover the language by like doing stuff in it. Hmm. There's never a point where it's like, this grammar. is how the grammar works, or this is why certain words are like this, or this is, you know, for instance, in Japanese, there's three writing systems. Kanji. Uh, kanji, katakana, and um, hiragana. Hiragana, yeah. And hiragana and, and kanji are like i hope hopefully i'm not screwing this up are more like from japan like hiragana is like their writing system uh kanji is like a form of hiragana that's used more for like foreign words and stuff but then katakana is like this huge set of like adopted chinese characters that are like slightly modified huh. um and one thing that's really really can trip you up when you're learning japanese and especially in that app is it just randomly throws it in and you don't know why or when like and so you don't really get a sense of like i don't know when something should be katakana because you can say everything by using hiragana uh, and kanji okay but there's just tons of words that they write using the chinese characters and i don't know why (laughs) is that maybe because there's not words for them in the other character sets I, i think maybe they were adopted and like they just i i i don't know i mean well that's part of the problem is like they don't tell you why there's two other apps that I'm using to start to learn that stuff. Mango is another free one, huh. but they give you a lot of context and there's one called memorize. Uh, so I'm start I'm starting to learn based on that, but that's really cool. Anyways, that's my book report about that's pretty cool. Duolingo. Are, so are you learning anything about yourself by learning another language? Yeah, that it's hard. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm learning that, uh, consistency is very important for me. Yeah, which is not something I didn't know per se, but I'm really committed to keeping my streak going because I feel like the the moment I lose my streak, I'm going to partially lose motivation to keep going. This was like sort of a New Year's resolution that we started before the New Year and I've kept going for, you know, a month and a half. Yeah, pretty good. That's great. Yeah. We've always wanted to learn a language together. Nicole and I are both learning Japanese and uh, yeah, it's also fun to just be learning something really different like japanese is so different i mean it's yeah there's no you have no grounding when you're learning japanese because there's just there's no context for it. you don't look right. at it and you're like oh this is a you know roman or uh 
a Latin based language or anything like that, where I'm like somewhat familiar with like some of the letter structure and like, yeah. okay, that one's a little different, but at least I, the alphabet is small and <laughs> it's not in, in Japanese writing. So hmm. it's a challenge. Yeah. It's actually very hard. Um, sometimes, but sounds... when I've tried to learn in the past, I try to like, just learn like how to speak it, which is a little easier, except you're, you're much more inaccurate that way. Cause you don't really know how the words are broken up because mm-hmm. they're broken up in kind of surprising ways. Huh. But, you know, there'll be like, extra characters or symbols added in to like elongate certain parts that you wouldn't think unless you actually read it. Huh? So interesting. Huh? Anyways, that's my Duolingo. You learn a language? Uh, no. Do you want to learn a language? You know, I, I flirt with the idea every now and again. Yeah. You make out with it. Yeah. You're like, a nasty hey. boy. You and that nasty hey, owl. Hey, Sorry. Nasty owl. Let's get it. Get it. Uh, what would you learn? Um, I don't know. I've thought about learning French. French. Yeah. I like we a lot did, of uh, French we started literature. For a little while, but. Um, but I don't, I mean, <clears throat> there's part of me that like feels bad about it. Like at, at um, uh, um, yeah, I mean like when I visited, when we visited Montreal and I don't know if we've told this on the podcast, but, uh, we decided not to go to france for our honeymoon there were like bombings in nice at the time and mm-hmm. that's where we we're gonna go so we're like eh, probably not for I us actually right now. That. yeah and uh so we were like well we could go to montreal you know we, neither of us it's have like been to canada and uh you know it's french french canadia as they say and uh so we booked it booked the airbnb booked yeah. the you know went up there and uh i'm starting to realize like siri is uh starting to say like rue and she's like starting to speak French, and it's like, oh yeah, so it's French Canada, like, all right, like street names are in oh, French. Oh, she's, and she's saying that and, it is in French, but yeah. she's not like suddenly speaking to you in French all the time. No, she's starting to say all the street names in French yeah. very badly and yeah, very yeah. poorly because she's still in like the English mode on the phone, but right. she's pronouncing all these French words. Right. And so, like, you know, we're just, like going through, and it's like, okay, and um, starting to realize that like that French. Canada doesn't mean like French people like colonize this part of Canada and thus it's sort of like, you know, a, a French Canada, but French Canada means it's not like little Italy where you've got like a bunch of Italian restaurants or like Chinatown, you know, where there's, you know, a bunch of like Chinese food places or like, you know, other, other like Mm. Asian groceries or little novelty shops, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, um, it's actually French language Canada. Oh yeah, where everything is a French language, and <laughs> they speak in the French language, and and many menus are only in French. A lot of things are only in the French language. Yes, <laughs> you didn't realize that before I, you got there. No, we didn't. Neither one of us did. And we had like this dawning on us, like midnight yeah. the first day, and you know had a good laugh about it. Where like both of us were just like we looked at each other and almost simultaneously we're like, so French Canada means. French, <laughs> right? The language. There's people there like not yeah. the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So you know, stupid American. It's still way easier than actual France. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I <laughs> imagine. But um, but yeah, it still is very French. Yes, and there are people there who really like primarily speak French and don't yeah. speak English very well. And so, like, I, I learned, you know, very quickly. We learned a couple of pleasantries to say sure. in, in French, like pardon, France. you know, pardon, allo, you know, allo. <laughs> Well, you know, because it's like, it's another way to say hello. Sorry. sorry. Um, uh, bonjour, you know, and, uh, and merci. So Keep we, it coming. we started, Keep it coming, like, hits. you know, sort of lead with that. Yeah. Um, 
and and then very quickly you know once we sort of stared at them with a dead look in our eyes as they started speaking to us in french they realized like oh okay they're just being you know they're being polite oh, and, you got the accent and down. switched over um yeah maybe who knows yeah <laughs> but that that encouraged me a little bit to to you know get into learning a little bit of french but aside aside from like those exposure experiences like you never had a strong desire to learn a language not really. I mean, I learned. I I took Arabic in college. I took some Latin. That's cool. Um, but I remember nothing from that. Right. You know, I know how to say uh, "peace be with you," "salam alaikum," and Sounds then right. and then you sound you say it back. You say "malaikum salam," which is mm. and you know "peace also with you." Mm. And I know how to say "refrigerator," which is the lodge. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, I I, yeah. I I do I wouldn't know how to string it together to say peace be with the refrigerator and the refrigerator yeah. also with you. If, yes, yeah. the cl- that <laughs> important saying that you say when you go into a kitchen um, in an Arabic country. Salaj malikum. Yeah, I've always wanted to learn a language, um, and I always feel like I should learn a more practical one. I mean, like, Japanese is spoken by a fair amount of people. It's yeah. like 180 million people. Well, and you want to go to Japan again, so yeah, there's practical that's true. implications, right? But I, French seemed more, like, useful in that there's, like, I think there's, like, half a billion people that speak French, and, you yeah. know, Canada's so close, and there's lots of people that I could speak French to, you know, people from, like, different African countries, and yeah. uh, there's not a ton of Japanese people around no. that I'll be able to speak Japanese to, but... No, I don't know. It's still fun. It's just, it's kind of, I like things that challenge my brain a little bit, but yeah, you should learn French anyways. Well, I mean, I was discouraged to learn it in high school by almost everyone because it's, you know, they, they say it's a dead language. French? Yeah. Well, because like w- the world economy at the time, right? Like France, France is not, or was not doing yeah, so hot. I, France is, I mean, like. If France feels like the least important place to be learning it for. Right. There's lots of other places. But like Spanish that... was like the big one sure, or yeah. German. Like a lot of the you really? know, engineering majors in college. Yeah. Like the majority of the people at the engineering program at URI did German in high school. Hmm. Because Nobody all, did, a lot uh, of the big... Like Mandarin or anything like that? Well, a lot of high schools don't offer Mandarin. Like well, usually it's like German, Spanish, and French. Right. Um, yeah, I mean Spanish is what? Spoken by like over a billion people or yeah. something like that. Yeah, Spanish is huge. Yeah. And, you know, good language to learn. Um, and, you know, that's that's the one that like gets the most recommended. Yeah. But like, I don't know, when I think about it in terms of like literature and uh, I don't know, I, I think for You're me. you about to like, paint yourself into a corner a little bit right now? No, like literature, art, or like, you know, cu- like cultural expression. Like yeah, I've, none of that is in Spanish. I think French. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like I think like historically. Historically, there's a ton of you know yeah. European French is like that's that was the the cultural hub. That was what everybody knew that. too. I mean, it was yeah. like it, I mean, it was kind of the equivalent of what English is today for a time. Really? Yeah, I'm I pretty sure like French was a dominant language to know. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like a high class language. A lot of things were written in French, even if you didn't, even if it wasn't your main language. I'm pretty sure hmm. it was a dominant language for like. Hundred years, like Hemingway lived in France for a while. Like there were a lot of expatriates who who lived in Paris yeah. for uh, you know in the literary scene mm-hmm. for a while. Like I don't know, it just sort of seemed like the place to be literarily. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> literarily, <laughs> <Not> literarily, <laughs> literarily. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know when when Hemingway was leaving his home country to live in France, 
he said to his family that was there. It's so hard to say goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> after the show, it's the after party. And after the party is the after show. Hey, uh, yes, we've got a Twitter account point at point by podcast and um a website a website pointbypodcast.com where you can you can peep all of our stuff you can peep us peep us peep it 